more Badass Bitches podcast with Amy, Kim, Carrie, and Carrie. Stay tuned for health, exercise, alignment, and women's empowerment. Uncensored wellness for you. One, two, three. Bitches. Welcome back to the podcast. We're so excited to have you tuning in again today. And today's topic is stress and anxiety. And I want to turn it over to Carrie Hoffman to start. Oh gosh. I didn't know I was first. Okay. So stress and anxiety, crazy situation. Um, It seems that there's so many people suffering from this um, in today's society, far, far more than um, let's say 20, 30, 40 years ago um, when we were growing up and we went outside and played until dark and didn't care about nothing. Right. Um, People these days have so much influence with social media and um, all the negativity that's going on in the world that it creates these major anxieties in our body. And a lot of times that we don't know how to deal with it. Um, I'll tell you a story kind of um, deep to my heart. Um, Must have been, geez, 20 years ago, um, I was dealing with a stressful situation and I, I was fine, right? I'm fine. We know how that is. Um, didn't realize that I had this volcano burning within. And once the situation was a little bit more under control, um, I was driving down the road and out of nowhere, um, I seen a hydro pole and my car just started going faster and faster and faster towards the pole. And I wasn't thinking anything at the time other than relief. There's relief. I was not suicidal. I did not have any inkling um, in my heart, my soul, my anything that I didn't want to be on this earth. I had a ton of responsibility being a single mom at that time. So I couldn't leave this earth, but it was just that moment of second that I just went to drive into this hydro pole. So Um, I narrowly missed it and it happened to be that my family doctor's office was right there. Um, I drove in and I said to him, I'm broken. You need to fix me. This is what happened. And he said that I had a severe anxiety attack. Um, I'm not going to die. It's okay. Um, put me on extreme amounts of Zoloft, um, to bandage the situation, um, and sent me to see a psychiatrist. So it took me six months of talking to the psychiatrist, walking around like a zombie. I had agoraphobia so bad I couldn't even leave my house. Um, Very blessed to have my parents help me in that time. Um, And it really took me saying, okay, this traditional medicine is not working for me. I hate being a zombie. I can't look people in the eyes. I need to fix the situation. So I turned to meditation. And that's what really started my holistic journey into being able to cope in a world full of, holy shit, what is going on? I can't handle this anymore. And meditation is still something that I do on a daily basis. I take 16 to 20 minutes a day to sit there and just get out of my head and really connect with my body and how I'm feeling. I still feel anxious every day. I feel anxious recording this podcast. Um, 
but I really focus on my breathing. So take it in and um, I close my eyes and get rid of everything that I'm listening to, all of that mind chatter that's going on and focus on breathing in that goodness and expelling, um, I don't want to say the toxicity, but expelling things that no longer serve me. Thank you Anyone for sharing else? that. Thank You're you for welcome. sharing that, Carrie. What about you, uh, Fitness Carrie? Um, I actually had quite a weird experience the past couple months. Um, obviously, with the lockdown and my business closing and all that kind of stuff, it brought on stress. Um, but I'd never experienced the kind of stress that I had. So I'm, um, I've been diagnosed with an anxiety disorder. I've, I mean, through my therapist. Um, and it's anxiety came out. I, when, when we closed down, I was like, oh shit, here we go. I'm going to lose a ton of weight again. I'm going to stop eating. Like my body's just going to shut down. That's what happens when I have anxiety. Um, I'm the opposite of a lot of people. I don't eat. Um, my, I just can't even put it in when the gym closed down. I was like waiting for it. And I, I would be like, hey, I'm stressed. I'm not sleeping, but this is so such a different feeling than I've had before. Um, over the months that I had, um, with the gym being closed, um, it came out in my body. So instead of, I was still eating, I was still like sleeping sometimes, not the greatest sometimes, but, um, but it came out in my body. I'm still dealing with it now, but, um, just the stress of, you know, being online as opposed to having people in the class with me, my body felt it. I, um, obviously my legs are not obviously, but if anyone's following my stories, they see that my legs are a constant problem and I'm always working on them at home and trying to get them better. Um, but it was very eye-opening to see the different kinds of stress that go through my body. Um, the, obviously the way I had to deal with this stress, it was unknown. I didn't know what, when we were opening, it was very, very unclear as to what was happening, but um, I had to do a lot of self-talk. I had to, um, try and give myself some time off and be okay with that. As far as like, um, doing the classes, but not doing my own workouts. I had to do a lot of, we did a lot of walking at night just to sort of bring it down. Um, when I have anxiety, it's very different. I can't exercise my body. It shuts right down. Um, I don't know if it's because of the lack of eating or whatever, but, um, my body just doesn't want to move. I remember my therapist always says, um, go, you need to exercise. This is how you can get over it. I'm like, actually, I need to sit in a room, self-talk the whole way through it, write it down, something that I, I do physical. Like my, my body just won't do physical. So I think it's a matter of just tuning into your body and listening to what it needs. If you're, you know, if, I don't know if it's because I'm an active person and the thought of doing more exercise when I'm anxious causes my body more stress. I don't know what that is, but I think everybody has to listen to their own body and hear what it is they're needing. Um, yeah, there's stress eating. Um, that's an issue that Amy, I'm sure will go into as well, but, um, you know, it's okay sometimes if you're stressed out just to have that comfort because your body needs something to bring it down and bring those anxiety levels down. Mm -hmm. Um, but for some, I know a lot of people, I got a lot of messages saying, oh my gosh, the gym, I need the gym. I need to work out. I, like, I need to have a release. I feel so like in, in their body, they were so stressed out. They just needed a release. And for them, the gym was the release. So 
it's very, it was very interesting to follow my own experience and then listen to other people and hear how they needed the gym. Um, and I thought that was, I really liked that part of it, obviously, because people then saw that what the benefit was to them exercising versus having it shut down and not having that available for them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Thank yeah. you for sharing. It's so interesting to hear different perspectives. What did you want to share, Kim? I wanted to add to that because, you know, you were saying that so many of us don't, or we need to tune into our bodies. We do need to, but um, so many of us don't know how. So many women do not even know what's going on. I remember actually four years ago when I started doing specifically body work and embodying emotions and feeling what's going on. And I actually remember saying like, I was numb chest down. I was like, I can feel chest up. I'm good. I'm all here. But that's so heady. That's so in your head. It's so thinking ahead. You're not present. You're not grounded. And what makes us go there um, is trauma, whether it is low-grade trauma, whether it is cultural trauma, something like COVID is a cultural trauma that we're all experiencing, societal trauma that we're all experiencing at once. And that is trauma. So it can be really, really hard for so many of us to see even what our bodies need because so many women, almost majority of most, have no clue what their body needs because they haven't been taught to, which is so challenging. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just wanted to add that piece. I wanted to jump in, carry on what you said about the stress eating. And I had a conversation actually with a client yesterday who was sharing her frustration with herself over eating, um, it was a bag of chips and how, uh, you know, this, she wasn't even, she didn't intend it, but it just happened. And then the entire bag was gone and then she was beating herself up. And this is one of the things where I would say to those people listening that like, you're not alone. You're not alone and lots of people have these moments and it may not be chips. It may be something else. Um, But I would encourage the first step is like being aware and, and talking with someone about it. And so in our conversation, I helped her to see that there are some strategies around when it comes to eating, I could speak about this uh, stress eating or emotional eating. Um, There are some strategies to help, to see that, you know, you're not a bad person. You're not a a bad human. You don't have to give up your whole plan just because you ate, ate that bag of chips. Your whole day is not wasted. All of these things that go into our mind because we have, have done this thing that is horrible. And, you know, I'm using air quotes here um, because of, of what we've been taught, right? It's all, you know, what Kim, you've shared a bunch. We've been taught all of these things to think once we've done this. And so one of the ways that I help my clients is to recognize that if you're going to choose to have something because it helps you feel better, like you said, it helps you feel better, Carrie, is to, to be mindful, to bring that mindfulness practice that Carrie Hoffman was talking about in her meditation piece, to bring that mindfulness and presence to that moment and to you know, sometimes we have to give ourselves some, some help because in that moment, we're so stressed, we're so frustrated, we're so angry, we're so what anxious, we're, whatever the, the feeling is there, 
are we going to remember to do this new thing that we're going to try out around stress? Probably not unless we make it super easy for ourselves. So I asked her, how do you make this easier to remember in the moment of that feeling that is causing you to go to the chips? And sometimes for people, it's, you know, putting up a note to say, you know, a positive affirmation, perhaps putting up a note to say, no, I'm choosing um, to have a smaller bowl. So I, I was really commending this, uh, this other client who called me in this very, very stressed out state around chips, actually, which was very interesting that it was around chips as well, that she was and she was crying and she said, you know, I just ate a bowl of chips and I sat down and I ate them slowly and I'm just so upset at myself. And I said, well, first of all, thank you for, um, for calling me when you're in the moment, because this is when I can actually help even more. But the, the act of actually taking a bowl instead of standing in the pantry and hiding with the, the item and right. And, and actually pouring out some and eating them mindfully. Like she said the words, I ate them mindfully. So I wanted to congratulate her on like, this is a big step that she poured the bowl. She ate them mindfully. She actually enjoyed. And then we want to take it a bit further and say, okay, so is there a way for you to disconnect the, the hiding, the in trouble, the, the feelings of this is wrong and actually bring it into a space where you feel more, more calm and more peace, like your back deck, Carrie Hoffman, like that place that makes you feel good. Go to that place with this small bowl and eat it mindfully and actually say, you know, I'm okay. I'm having my, my, my little snack or treat or thing that makes me feel better, but I'm having it in a mindful way. So we're really reducing that um, aspect of beating ourselves up because we're already stressed, angry, frustrated, all those things. And then we beat ourselves up for trying to make ourselves feel better, right? Like it's this roller coaster of things that happen. The other thing that I wanted to add into um, ways to deal with uh, stress or um, anxiety that have worked for myself and some of my other clients are things like EFT. So tapping can be very, very helpful to lower the cortisol in the body. And I'm happy to uh, help people who want to work on that type of technique. And gratitude practice is another big one um, that, you know, sometimes it can help us and it can feel very challenging in the moment to try and find something to be grateful for when you're just like, really not in that energy. But it, if you can, again, create a reminder or a, a trigger moment to think about that gratitude, it can help you shift. It, it certainly helps me shift out of uh, where I'm at in that moment of just me uh, to some of the bigger things outside of myself. So what about you, Kim? Is there anything else you wanted to add? Yeah, totally. Just um, when things change, like COVID, for example, doesn't matter what it is. And we refuse to adapt to it and actually look at it and face it head on. That's when stress and anxiety builds. It doesn't matter if it's COVID or relationship struggles or body image or aging, uh, menopause, intimacy, any of that, relationships, all of it. Um, we can try and ignore it and we can try and hope it changes and goes away. And that's what most of us automatically do in the beginning. Um, but that rarely is the case for anything. And if we ignore it, we do eventually numb out, which then we lead to overeating, like you were mm -hmm. saying, it can lead to alcohol and drinking, drugs, um, divorce. Like it can lead to many things of just thinking, I'm fine, I'm great, something's wrong with them. And in the meantime, you're numbing out. 
and we, you know, it can go into so many different things to numb out. There's so many different ways to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're doing that. Our bodies are doing that to protect us. They're doing it to protect us from what they see as change and what they see as fear and what they see as death. So I just wanted to give some other tips on how to identify when you are dealing with stress and anxiety and things are coming up and you're avoiding it kind of thing. And you're just like, no, I'm fine. And so if you hear yourself saying things like, I have no time to do that, like take care of yourself. I'll do it later. Um, Oh my God, what if blank happens? This is going to be boring. It's not my thing. I just can't keep, can't think, or I can't get going. I can't because of another reason, put anything in the blank there, or this is taking way too long. These are all huge signs that you're in resistance to that change and in resistance to that stress and anxiety and you're, you're ignoring it. And if you experience any of those signs, it's, it's huge resistance. And that's the first step that's going to ha- happen before you make those changes. And at the same time, that stress and that anxiety is going to continue to build in your body. And it, as Carrie said earlier, it is going to come out. It's just a matter of time. It is, cannot go anywhere. It has to come out. Um, Some different ways that you can work on to help soothe your nervous system and help relax would be um, taking breaks in walks, even exercise is fabulous. Um, Getting in the bathtub is huge. Water is so soothing. Putting your bare feet on the grass is very grounding. We need these things in a day to ground and bring us back to ourselves to limit the anxiety. We also have to work on it on the sense of clearing what trauma is in there, but we also have to work on it on the angle of taking care of our self-care and resourcing, using essential oils, doing your mindset. We're going to have an episode on that really soon if we haven't already. Um, Just ultimate self-care is huge, 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 huge. Um, And if you'd like a chance to talk it through and to find out where you're holding yourself back and where you're numbing out and what's going on, I also offer complimentary um, coaching calls for everyone who would like to hop in there and find out a little bit more about where their obstacles are, what's stressing them out, what they really desire. So yeah, I'll put the link at the bottom of the podcast, but anybody can go to getyoursexyback.ca as well and book one uh, or on my Facebook page, anywhere through there, but just really bringing it back to not avoiding it. Look at it, face it head on, do the work. It makes a huge difference and it allows you to move forward in so many more ways than you ever could have imagined. Awesome. Awesome. Well, I think that this has been a a great podcast and we hope that uh, there's been a tip or a trick here that can help you to uh, reduce your stress and anxiety. And again, we want to encourage you to reach out to us. We're here to be your support people. We're here to help you through this. You're not alone. Uh, the stories that were shared on this are, are very real. And I'm, I'm sure that many people can relate to feeling stress and anxiety, especially uh, these days. So uh, We welcome you to check out our next edition of the podcast coming soon. And with that, one, two, three. Bitches. Thank you for listening to the Four Badass Bitches podcast with Amy, Kim, Carrie, and Carrie. Stay tuned for our next badass podcast.